There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travis and this is The Leader. No description can equal this weightlessness. Oh my God. With William Shatner's Blue Origin launch, we're now sending 90-year-olds into space. As long as they have money, of course. It's an incredible achievement for humankind, but not everyone's on board. We need some of the world's greatest brains and minds fixed on trying to repair this planet, not trying to find the next place to go and live. Prince William there, speaking to BBC Newscast. He's joined a growing chorus of critics taking aim at the billionaire space race. They think the likes of Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson and Elon Musk should be investing their cash right here on Earth instead of shooting for the moon. But what kind of impact do these rockets actually have on the planet? I'm joined by Dr Eloise Murray, Associate Professor of Physical Geography at University College London. Murray studies the impact of fuels and industries on the atmosphere. So Eloise, what exactly is the carbon footprint of space tourism? It depends on the fuel types uh, that are used to launch space tourists uh, into space, but also the frequency with which they're launched. So you know, the number of times they decide to launch each year. Uh, in terms of the kind of fuel, so the Blue Jar Origin rocket doesn't use any carbon-based fuel. It uses hydrogen and oxygen, so it's not going to produce carbon dioxide uh, when that fuel combusts. But the Virgin Galactic and SpaceX rockets do both have carbon-based fuels, and so that's going to produce CO2. So they're going to have a higher carbon footprint than the Blue Origin. Are there any other issues that concern you moving forward? We're particularly concerned about the kinds of chemicals that are emitted that can contribute to depletion of ozone in the layer in the atmosphere where ozone protects us from harmful UV radiation. So this is the stratospheric ozone layer. Uh, There's a range of chemicals that all of these rockets produce that can have varying degrees of of impact on the stratospheric ozone layer. And there are also uh, soot particles or black carbon that's emitted by Virgin Galactic and uh, SpaceX rockets. And those are very, very efficient warmers. They absorb radiation very effectively and they warm the atmosphere. And obviously this seems to be getting more popular, this idea of space tourism in general. Is, is this trend something that concerns you? It it does. We're running a model currently with a speculative scenario of space tourism activity in a year and looking at what the impact might be on the stratospheric ozone layer and also on climate 
And our results are preliminary, but we're seeing that it has the potential to undermine the progress that's been achieved with the Montreal Protocol in addressing the ozone hole. Uh, that's established as a result of chlorofluorocarbons. And we're also seeing a lot of black carbon or soot being released from the Virgin Galactic uh, space plane that has the potential to have a, a large impact on climate, to contribute to warming. Prince William has been criticising space tourism today. He said that entrepreneurs should be focusing on saving Earth rather than trying to find the next place to live. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, we've, we have so many so many issues on earth that we need to solve and spending money on space tourism flights that really do just seem to be a PR exercise um, are a waste of money. There's, there's far more important things that need to be done, you know, that could be done with, with the money that they're spending to send people out into space. And I don't think any of uh, the billionaires who are offering space tourism options have given a defensible argument for the science and research that can be achieved with their space tourism flights. As you just mentioned there, like space travel can be a good thing. Is there a way of doing it in a more environmentally friendly way, do you think? I think environmental regulation certainly needs to be established and it would have to be international. Uh, that would mitigate the, the most harmful kinds of the, mitigate the impact of the most harmful kinds of fuels on the atmosphere, we could potentially have regulation that could uh, essentially target the kind of tailpipe <laughs> or rocket exhaust emissions that are produced from very harmful fuel. Um, that might be one first step in, in developing environmental regulation that could help mitigate the impact on the environment. Would you like to see limits in terms of the number of times that these space tourist flights take off? Yeah, certainly limits on the number, but also limits on the types of fuel that are burned. Perhaps we could also envision a scenario where the timing of these uh, space tourism launches uh, are designed to have the, the least impact uh, on the atmosphere. Uh, and I think in order to do this, we do need to run um, scenarios with chemical transport models to determine what the best scenario is to mitigate the impact on the atmosphere. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Kyler Tsaitis. I'm Khaled Sinas, and I have been training a global community of women since 2009. I've created a brand new podcast, Sweat Daily, to help you level up your life and reach your health and well-being goals. From fitness tips to food that fuels you, meditation to motivation, we've got you covered. Sweat Daily, the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you awaits. Available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>